0: You know, I was out on a trail with the cowboys. We all moseyed in for an evening meal. We were all singing our cowboy songs there down by the border, brushing the dust from our shirts. Cookie promised them a meal of a lifetime. Yeah, all my cowboys were saying, Cookie, you're the best. They were ready for it that day. The delicious smell of cooking steak already to begin to fill the air around them. Their stomachs began to rumble. And there, at the center of the camp, was Cookie sitting on a stump, just apparently just reading stuff on Facebook on his iPhone. That's when the cowboys said, Get a rope. Cookie said, No, no, I'm not looking at Facebook. I'm actually controlling my Rectech from an app on my phone. Then he opened up the lid, letting the delightful smoke roll out. Yes, the cowboys realized it was a good eaten steak that was inside. Unfortunately, so did the cows. They trampled all my cowboy friends together. Don't necessarily cook cow in front of a bunch of cows, I'm just saying. But that's different. When you cook with a Rectech, you're cooking with the best, the best smart grill technology. It makes smoking, grilling, even baking Why do you think his name was Cookie? Incredibly easy. It's Rectech. You can find it on all social media and sign up for the newsletter. That's Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. All right. I told you a week ago that the American Medical Association released a plan to embed racial justice into the medical profession. This went beyond just saying, hey, you know, we need more black doctors. So we're going to lower the standards for people in medical school so they can be doctors. Excuse me? I know that meritocracy is something that only white people care about because I'm sure black people are like, no, I want the black doctor. What he got F's in the surgery that he's going to give me. That's okay. He's black. Bring him on in. Nobody, nobody disagrees with meritocracy when your life is at stake. So not only are they lowering the standards at schools for uh, people of color, um, but they're also um, they released a lengthy anti-racist plan, anti-racist plan. Uh, And uh, their new initiatives are going to end Embedded racial uh, or they're going to embed racial justice to rid ourselves of and of of racist people. And apparently doctors, I guess doctors are very, very racist. They have an 86 page document that outlines a three year plan to implement anti-racist initiatives, including pushing critical race theory through the medical community. Now, what, Stu, what could possibly be a problem with that? What could possibly be the problem with critical race theory in, with your doctor? Well, it seems like then you'd be able to define people who
1: didn't agree with critical race theory as having a medical or psychological
0: problem. Well, no, we're talking about the medical field. We're talking about the medical field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I guess they might have a medical problem, sure. But you'd need a psychiatrist to deem them as having a that's true a mental that's true. You'd, yeah.
1: that, if that happened, I, I would be more
0: worried. You'd be more worried. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the
1: medical thing is uh,
0: the medical thing is disturbing because you could say, "Hey, for equity purposes, you white person don't get the treatment that person does." Right, right. That could be bad. That could be bad. But that, it'd that could be uh, worse. lead to a, a death list. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> where you're 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 making lists of who dies, who doesn't, based on what? I guess race race i mean yeah. and we've
1: the thing about this is of course we've seen this in history and i thought we all agreed it yeah. was really yeah. a bad idea really bad to give idea. preferential no, but, treatment to people for medical uh yeah, causes no, on, no, based no. on race no
0: no china's the new model um so you were saying you were you would be worried if it
1: i would say it would be you know it would be another a whole another step in the wrong direction if if it was
0: psychiatrists i mean like, med- like the apa like the uh, American right. Psychiatric Association, if right. they came out right. and said, uh, which they did yesterday, um, the largest psychiatric organization in the world sent an email to their members yesterday that psychiatrists need to incorporate anti-racism into their practice. The email encouraged psychiatrists to commit themselves to practice anti-racism with their patients and restated its commitment to achieving mental health equity for all uh, anti-racism. Of course, you know this from the brilliant Ibram X. Kendi um, and his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And and really the only way to rid racist and racism from the world is racism. Mm hmm. That's the actual idea. He says the word discrimination. He advocates for discrimination. He doesn't uh, okay. use the word racism, okay. of course. Okay. But I, I kind of put those on the same plane. So, uh, mental health professionals were given suggestions for steps to center racial equity uh, in all their conversations with uh, their patients. Uh, why is this a problem? Why is this a problem? First of all, because it's not true. Critical race theory is something that Marxists made up to overthrow the Western world and freedom. That's what critical race theory is, period. There's no scientific anything backing up critical race theory. It was created by Marxists so Marxists could silence those who were against Marxism. That's it. That's it. So now they're going to they're going to embed it into the medical uh, side and the psychiatric side of medicine. Mm. What could possibly go wrong? Well, unfortunately for me, and unfortunately, maybe for you, I know history. So I'll tell you what could go wrong. Do you know who the biggest uh, advocate and professional body was? that did more to bring on the Holocaust and the death camps than any other profession in Nazi Germany. Doctors and nurses. More German medical professionals joined the Nazi party than any other profession, and they also joined it at a faster clip. By 1933, more than half of the German medical profession had joined the Nazi party and they were the ones that were pushing. We got to get rid of the unfit. We got to get rid of the people who are just not good for the Reich. They were the ones you do not want your your medical professionals at all judging anything regarding politics Doctors in Germany became tightly integrated into the Nazi party and supportive of its ideals. Physicians became nazified more thoroughly and sooner than any other profession. And they also did more to uh, they did more for the final solution than anyone else. By uh, 1942, 38,000 physicians had joined the Nazi party. Here's how it happened. Now, see if any of these ring any kind of a bell. Now, before I go down this road, I want to say, just because history, when we go through all of these things and you see one or two that might be happening now, that doesn't mean you're going to end in a death camp. It just means you're on exactly the same road. So, warning. Bridge. Maybe icy. It doesn't mean the bridge is always icy. It just means if the conditions are right, you could find yourself flying off the side of the bridge because of ice. See if any of these things sound familiar. The things that had to happen in the medical field for them to go off the bridge and into the Holocaust. First, the devaluation and dehumanization of segments of the community. Think that's happening? Is that happening at all? What are we going to do with these people? These people just need to be re-educated. They're extremists. Remember when you couldn't say that about Muslims who were actually terrorists? You couldn't say it about actual terrorists. Now it's fine to say that about half of america the devaluation and dehumanization of segments of the community the medicalization of social and political problems what does that mean the medicalization of social and political problems you mean like adding critical race theory and anti-racism into the medical professions The trainings of physicians to identify with political goals of the government. So that would be like when they have trainings and they have training seminars and people like Ibram Kendi coming in and training. Is that what that is? Then they also needed the fear of consequences for refusing to cooperate. Oh, well, that's not happening. Then they just made the bureaucrats in charge of the medical uh, system. And when the bureaucrats uh, came in and just made everything a bureaucracy, the doctors needed to feel some power. uh, And they also started to uh, weaken their ethics and human rights because it was all about numbers. Then. The Nazis, uh, the Nazi physicians and nurses viewed the state as their primary patient. Now, listen to this one. Some came to see quarantine. Otherwise known as ghettoization. Some came to see quarantine. Exclusion. Then extermination of an entire people as treatment required so the state could survive. Huh. Quarantine. Check. Exclusion. Facebook. Everybody's betting. Check. And then the extermination of an entire people as treatment required for state's health. Huh. Well, at least we haven't had extermination yet. Doctors, I am pleading with you. Do not allow this cancer in. It's you don't you must cut it out and get clean margins. You would be a horrible doctor if you left one cancer cell in and we're like, well, maybe that cancer cell won't grow. You know what? The skin knows better than to let that reproduce and get out of control. You know What? I talked to you know I talked to the people I said look I left some colon cancer in there a few cells but you're going to know it when it happens don't worry about it. just come and see me and I'll take it out when it becomes a problem you wouldn't know to you wouldn't knowingly do that to someone unless you had no other option critical race theory and anti racism is anti Martin Luther King. And anti Judeo Christian values. You must not allow this to happen. Nurses, you must not allow this to happen. Psychiatrists, you must not allow this to happen. It's a firewall. Read history. Now, as if the doctors and the psychiatrists are bad enough, wait until I tell you what Joe Biden hid in one of the emergency stimulus packages that you're going to find wonderful. Yeah, indoctrination, but for who? Oh, wait. 60 seconds. You know the difference between sympathy and empathy, right? Sympathy is, I feel bad for you. Empathy is, brother, I've been there. So I have empathy for anybody who is, is suffering with pain. it Seemingly unending pain, the kind of pain that you get up every morning, you're like, I cannot do another day. The kind of pain that you have that when you first wake up, you immediately think, oh, I can't wait to go back to bed. I want to talk to you about relief factor. Just try it, please. If you have that kind of pain, please just try it. You will know within three weeks. So the the relief factor is telling you up front. It works only for about 70%. You might be in the 30%, but you won't know until you've taken it as directed for three weeks. If there's no change in you in three weeks, it's not going to work. Please just try it. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800 583 ReliefFactor.com. 800 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, Congress allocated nearly two hundred billion dollars in COVID nineteen relief funds for K through twelve schools. Remember when the school said we need twenty five we need twenty five billion and uh, and you thought that was a big number and you're like, what does the school need twenty five billion dollars for? And then. The Congress gave them 50 billion or was it 75 billion? And then in the next big stimulus package, Joe Biden just said, you know what? I know you're not asking for it, but here, 200 billion dollars going to the school systems for, quote, COVID-19 relief. Well, that's great, because that money uh, is intended to help reopen the schools and mitigate learning loss. So it it's really good and in the american rescue plan uh it's just got a couple of things in it that you know i mean hey you want something for free nothing's free you're going to have to you're going to have to help the government out a little bit and uh and so y- you will um well you'll be able to get access to this uh uh this money and it's only about 20% of the money Um, You can gain access to that 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 20 percent of the money if you just have all of your white teachers uh, take some classes on anti-racism and their whiteness. And uh, and then, you know, just you just you just have to study some evidence based interventions that will respond to students, academic, social and emotional needs. Um, You know, it'll be very, very good. Now, the emotional needs do include the disruption of whiteness. And the propagation of critical race theory. So now the government is having an indoctrination camp for white teachers. And the money that is your tax dollars going to be held back from your school if you don't teach critical race theory. Who would have seen this coming? Teachers? I, you know, it's, it's, it's past the point, really. It is. It is. You have to stand up against your labor unions and against this. If you are so deluded, you shouldn't be teaching children. If you actually don't understand the dangers of critical race theory and anti, uh, anti-racism, you should be nowhere near a classroom. I'm not going to take your children that you have birthed because I'm not a fascist. However, you shouldn't be in front of my children or anybody else's children. This is craziness. And every teacher who just knowingly goes along with it without speaking up. What are you going to tell Your children, and what are your children and your grandchildren going to say about you? Their mother, their father, grandfather, grandmother, aunt, uncle. What are they going to say about you when the world writes itself again? Because I got news for you love always wins. Hashtag love always wins. It always wins this is all based in hatred i I can't tell you and urge you to please put down the the democrat republican stick please put down the political stick and look at where we are in history and what you're being told is true if you just came out you know and, and you you hadn't slowly been boiled in this you would immediately recognize you are on the losing side of history because all of this has happened before. And this is all what we were against. This goes against Martin Luther King. You have to condemn Martin Luther King to buy into these theories. The trains just keep going down the track. Get off the train now. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right, I need to eat. You know what I mean? I need to eat. I need to eat. <laughs> makes everything better. It does. It you does. Could, you can tell little while. the world is upside down yeah. because you eat more and more. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Built Bar will let you have that uh, that sinful snack. <laughs> uh and uh and you won't pay for it it's low in carbs three to five net carbs like 120 calories uh high fiber high protein all flavor 100 percent of the flavor real chocolate 100 percent real chocolate so this isn't one of those you know oh i'm trying to stay healthy and it tastes like dirt my daughter and i went to starbucks i have to tell you about this we went to starbucks last night i don't go to starbucks it took uh, you know it was like Okay, Mr. S- Mr. I've never been to a Starbucks. Could you just please pull forward? We have a special team just to talk to you cuz I don't know how to use all the lingo. But my daughter got something. Anyway, I'll tell you about this later. I got to tell you about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BEC15. You're going to love it. It tastes great and good for you. BuiltBar.com. Promo code BEC15.
1: All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10% off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Hello, America. It's Thursday. One more day. You have to endure just one more day. And then the weekend is here. Uh, last night, my, uh, my kids took me out for father's day and I know what you're thinking. It's not father's day. I know. Um, however, they, this year have been talking about something that you're going to love dad. You're going to love, you're going to love, you're going to love, you're going to just love it. And it's the perfect father's day for you, dad, for you. My son kept saying for you, it's the perfect (laughs) father's day. In other words, another father would not like it i that's what my impression Mm was uh and uh and and it was something they said it was ticket driven and they're hard to get and it's we have to do it last night and i'm like okay Mm. now i'm told i'm not told anything about it but i'm told ticket driven i'm like Huh, got to be a concert, concert in right. something. Comedian. You know, a, yeah, comedian you know. something. But, but why wouldn't another dad
1: like a comedy Correct. show? Why wouldn't Correct. another dad like it? that's now, what I'm thinking. Concert, maybe, because maybe
0: it would be the type of artist that only you would like. Hannah and I have been waiting for Rachmaninoff. To, R- to, right. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, We've that, been waiting. I could totally see that's that. That's yes. totally, and that's <laughs> I understand. Because I that, wouldn't like that as right. a Father's Day Now, guest. let me throw you this curveball that they threw me uh dress for the outdoors now i'm thinking to myself i generally speak i think it's safe to say i'm not an outdoorist yeah okay as if Jim i could,
1: gaffigan says he's a little indoorsy yes i'm very indoorsy <laughs> yes. uh if i could
0: live in a bubble my whole life and never have to deal with the actual uh, physical reality of yeah you know unclean air and i've seen the sky i don't need to see it again and, no and i no. i wouldn't mind seeing the sky but we could glass it over yeah you know funny. what i mean mm-hmm. uh i just uh, you know, so i'm not good uh, in the outdoors and uh and one of my least favorite things in the whole wide world is heat with humidity mm. i mean right and it was hot it was really the first hot day of the hot year. day yeah. very humid
1: yesterday uh so I mean but you could see like almost like a concert festival maybe it's an
0: outdoor venue I'm less interested. I'm less interested. I mean mm-hmm. uh, I mean uh you know uh I don't the Beatles could all come back from the dead you know for the ones that are dead and they could perform <laughs> and it would be outside and I'd be like uh, you know I'll just watch it on video or yeah, something. Yeah someone's gonna somebody's gonna have their yeah, phone yeah, they'll, have they'll it. record it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'll see it that way. I don't want to go outside. So The edge is coming off and then I get a text from my daughter and she said, oh, and you might want to wear some outdoorsy shoes for mud. (laughs) And then she texts, I'm just sitting here reading all of these texts and I can't imagine what you're thinking. And I immediately texted her back. Nothing good. (laughs) (laughs) Thankful father there. Nothing good. This is not going to end well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they won't tell me until we get almost to the place. And (laughs) this is a gift that, Dad, you will like. Like my son said,
1: mm-hmm. in other words, you like it.
0: no other man on the planet will understand this. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been trying to I've been trying to grow uh, flowers in our flower bed, and I can't get anybody even in Texas to understand like what I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. And it sounds it's, like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I turned in my man card a long time ago. Never had it. You yeah, never had it. I turned it in. I'm pretty sure I had it at some point. Uh, I was a baby once. Anyway, so um, we found this one place, I don't know, a few years ago, and, uh, and I love them. It's called Bishop Farms. And uh, this lady just grows these flowers, and th- I keep looking at her Instagram page, and I'm like, that's what I want it to look like, just like that. And so I've been saying to my kids, I want to talk to her. Can we talk to her? How, what, what are those flowers? How do we grow them? You know, because everything dies. And uh, so they she twice a year, I think once or twice a year, she allows two groups of five to go. She talks about flowers and the soil and everything Mm -hmm. else. And then you go and you you can make Mm -hmm. your own arrangements. Mm -hmm. So, again, I'm not saying this because I think anyone, (laughs) anyone with an ounce of (laughs) testosterone would find this like oh that was really cool. Yeah. No, I know, I know. Because
1: <laughs> so you're uh, to review here. Your present seems to be a tour of g- a garden where there are flowers because you want to replicate the kind of flowers they have. It was like going to a farm. It was like going to a farm mm.
0: and a really pretty this farm. Sounds Very great. pretty farm. I, yes, it, it was. I almost actually. feel like... now to say that the woman might have been a little surprised. That it was me coming around the corner, <laughs> and not necessarily in a good way, right. might be an understatement. But I don't know because we never discussed it and she was delightful mm-hmm. the whole time. Here's an idea. She treated me like a human being, and I treated her like a human being, and we had a delightful time together. Mm-hmm. She may hate my she may have a voodoo doll with my face on it, mm-hmm. but she was delightful and very, very helpful. Loved her loved yeah. it if she doesn't have what i'm selling them
1: just really? in case she's interested if in you're case she's interested
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's uh, very kind to you uh, <laughs> a kind of you so then i end this uh you know father's day in a flower garden uh with my uh with my kids and uh uh i'm on the way home and lo and behold the most dangerous driver and fastest driver uh, even I think Dale Earnhardt would agree is my wife. And, uh, <laughs> she happened to be in front of me at a stoplight and she was turning into Starbucks. And so I decided to follow her with the girls and the flowers in the car. And, uh, so I had another treat that I just don't do. Uh, and that is go to Starbucks. Mm. Okay. I don't drink coffee, but when I did drink coffee, not a Starbucks guy. I know that comes as a surprise to many Many listeners,
1: including the Starbucks Corporation, uh,
0: very shocked. They're, they're, they're shocked. This, yes. they are shocked. And I know it's a very hard time. They're having a hard time keeping oat milk in stock now. Uh, you know, now that they're offering oat milk, I know that's really, uh, and I, I think it's, I think milk milk from oat. I think that's. Uh, I think that. Well, you know that uh, it's either that or almonds. That I would just love to have my milk from. Anyway, can I can milk anything
1: with a nipple. And apparently all almonds and oats have, have nipples. Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'm in line behind my wife who just zips through. You know, she just orders and zips through. And uh, and then and then I'm s- sitting there in the line with the speaker. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. Can I help you? And I'm like, I think so. Uh, but I don't recognize anything anything on your menu i <laughs> not even large small medium no you not even understand that understand not even that, that. Mm-hmm. uh i just don't understand any of the substances that you are trying to sell me as a refreshing drink right what and is a venti a drink is it the size of the drink don't Who know knows right don't know mm-hmm. it's like uh, the
1: metric system no one can know right uh
0: and I, quite honestly uh didn't know really have never cared what agave is Doesn't sound like something I want in my food Mm -hmm. or as food ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Pink agave (laughs) sounds even less appealing. But I said to my daughter, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And the lady was like, sir, can I help you? And I'm like, yes, yes, just a minute. And so my daughter said, order this. And so I ordered this and she said, will you get me whatever it was? Uh, And I'm like, yeah, she'll have what sounds like a body part, but then a Latin phrase coupled with it. And, uh, she, uh, so she gets, she gets her stuff. We, 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 we pull out and, um, and I'm, I'm drinking this, you know, pink agave stuff. And, uh, I'm like, "Mm, it's delicious. It's, it's wonderful. Is it delicious and wonderful? It wasn't. As my grandfather said, would say it wasn't what comes out of a racehorse, okay. Okay, so it cleared so that hurdle. It cleared that hurdle. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. it cleared that hurdle, um, and it wasn't bad. Is it something I want to drink? No, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Okay, you could you could power through it. I powered through it. Mm-hmm. It was it was not bad, but then my daughter said, "You want a sip of mine?" And I'm like, "Now, when somebody says that, there's only two choice. There's only." two ways somebody is offering you something right Mm -hmm. it's either really good or they think it might be spoiled right okay yes this is so bad it might be poison try this try this no no i'm not gonna try this (laughs) no it's horrible you can't believe how bad this is try it no so i said is it bad and she said no it's really good and i said all right and so I take a sip of it, and if, if, I were, if I were not a good father, I would have spit it right back into the cup, okay? But I swallowed it, yeah. and I handed it back to her, and I said, that is horrendous. And she said, yeah, it tastes kind of like dirt, doesn't it? And I said, you handed your father a hot drink on a hot day that tastes like hot dirt? And she said, I said, and you knew that that that's a good thing to you. she's like, no, but it's really good for you. I said, how many days, how many days in my life am I going to extend my life by drinking hot dirt from Starbucks? Because if it's like four days, I'm fine. (laughs) I'll lose a week. If I never have to drink hot dirt, I'll lose a week of my life. I go a week early. I'm totally cool with that. And you know, it's not a week.
1: It's probably, it probably it shortens might be your like, life.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I'm, you know, I'm going to be old and decrepit and I'll probably be watching Matlock and I, oh, gee, it's 10 minutes before Matlock is over. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I lost 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't, I don't, wow. I die before I found out who done it on a Matlock.
1: I'm cool. No hot dirt. You could probably look it up. When you feel close to death, go on the internet and look up the episode and find out how it ends. <laughs> I said,
0: that's, that's all you got to do. I said to Hannah last night, "Will you live in the right state. Anytime you want to come over and lick the dirt in our backyard, you are. You, you could lick all of the dirt in the backyard. And most of the time, my dirt here in Texas is hot. Mm. So it should be really good. Uh, all right. Uh, in... Uh in just a second, we have uh, Jason Whitlock uh, joining us in studio. First, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, Thien, I think, is the name. Uh, T-H-I-E-N. Is that how you would say it? Thean, Thean. What kind of name is that? I mean, you're probably from like Scotland or something. I'm Thean. Oh, shut up. You're going to be called Bob here. Anyway, he writes about his recent experience with American financing. I think he's probably regretting writing in to tell me his experience. But I heard about American financing on your program. Be using the same person for years. Decided to give American financing a try. What a great experience. Ralph and Eric surprisingly too easy to understand normal names worked with me through the whole process ralph in particular helped me find different ways to maximize savings during the refinancing process they also have people who will meet you at your home uh to close the deal thanks american financing well theon you're welcome by the way, don't get close to any of those uh, Scientology people, because I think that's what Tom Cruise is trying to rid himself from, is the Theans that are in uh, him. Close, yeah. <laughs> Do you know it's not? Theaton? See, you don't know. It could be rough. Probably this guy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You are listening to the
1: Glenn Beck Program.
0: Do you think it's possible that uh, the Starbucks Grande hot, hot dirt drink, it's hot, hot drink because you could have it iced hot dirt? Uh, I don't know. Um, Do you think that may be why some of them had the the little capsule that they would bite down on in the... I mean, if you go to a Starbucks and all they have is the hot dirt, uh, just bite down on this. And, uh, you know, there was some German that was like, I'll show you uh, foamy. And then his bike down on it and there's. Just... I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm That's just it's saying. possible. It is part of your job, though, it as could a have been Maybe that was the beginning of a frappuccino. I don't even know what that is, but maybe they just kind of <laughs> wipe that off of the Nazis lips and put it into a cup. Uh, uh, <laughs> Smells like almonds. That's
1: what they say it is sort of your job though as a parent to taste things that are terrible that's like part of your gig no i know but not from an adult child no that's true i was at a restaurant a couple years ago my daughter was probably like four and she ordered an orange juice and we were having you know it was like a brunch yeah and uh a brunch and she ordered the orange juice. I don't know why juice. that sounds snotty, but it, it does. It does sound snotty. It does. It's just a great combination of breakfast and lunch, which right. is awesome. It's lunch during the middle of the day. Yeah. It's great. I want Brenner, too. Which I is, do, too. Uh, I do that all the time. But so she orders the orange juice and she drinks, and she's, and you could kind of, she makes a face. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she stops and then she drink takes another sip and then she makes another face. She's like, Daddy, this doesn't taste good. She says, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, like, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, just stop the whining kid <laughs> you know you get to just that, that. drink it just drink so this what if it's thing. lemon pledge <laughs> drink okay. it just drink it and uh and she complains about it i'm like all right so i take it and take a sip and i'm like yeah 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 what take another sip this is a mimosa oh the restaurant served they went in there and they had a picture of mimosas made up and oh they my served gosh. my four-year-old daughter a mimosa so she's in AA now. Uh, <laughs> sad sad outcome. Good for you.
0: Good but for you. But she's eight. Now. Hey, by and, the way, um Johnny Moore wrote to me last night, a uh, good friend of the program, uh helped with the Nazarene yeah, project. Yeah, He's yeah. great. He has just been sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. Oh no. Uh he said listen to this. It is an honor to be sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party for giving my voice to the Uyghur Muslims Christians. Tibetan Buddhists and countless others that the CCP tries to silence every day. Mm. Uh, a privilege of living in the United States, the land of the free and home of the brave. The CCP doesn't understand the difference between the truth and a lie, but some of us here in America, we still know the truth. I love that. I want, I want, that's what I want for Father's Day. I want to be sanctioned officially. Yeah. That's our goal in the next few weeks to officially become sanctioned. By the Chinese Communist Party.
1: Would that be better than a flower tour? Uh, With dirt or without dirt?